Hi, I'm Sophie, and I haven't seen a lot of movies. Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm here to help with that. And we are... SP Film Viewers. In terms of superhero movies, we've covered... Spider-Man trilogy. Oh, don't make me do a trilogy. I did toy with the idea, but honestly, I think <laughs> I really wanted to to cover this one for 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 a very long time, mm. and I just want you to witness it. And I know there's a bit of background <laughs> history with it, anyway. So yeah, the the film we're going to be talking about is The Dark Knight, and it's another. Christopher Nolan film we covered with Oppenheimer, so we're in two by the same director in the year, but okay, yeah, I don't think it, <laughs> that's too much. Bypassing the first one, Batman Begins, I mean, it's solid, don't get me wrong, but I think this, it certainly hits the ground running once it gets into this, and it's the most, it was well, probably, I would say now, one of my, my favourite Christopher Nolan films anyway, so... And one of your favourite superheroes? Yeah, of DC, yeah. So, Who's your favourite in Marvel? Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I asked that. Yeah. Mm. So who's your favourite after Spider-Man, then? I'm not, I'm not really sure. To be fair, I don't really know who my favourite are. I do know, though, that you don't like Superman. Yeah. Since you actually, you know, sold a top that we got you for Christmas with, because we were like, oh, he's just a geek, he really likes superheroes. And I think it was between Batman and Superman, and I think my dad picked one. Oh, I'll just get him that one, and got him that one. And you were like, "Little did you know." Little did I know it made such a massive impact yeah. that you absolutely hate him <laughs> and sold it. <laughs> <laughs> so, would you like to give a brief overview of your sort of semi relationship with this movie? Because you have sort of seen a little bit of it, but yes. So, I think I probably will have been about. Maybe 16 years old? The film came out in 2008, so does that... 2008. 14, 15? Yeah, maybe yeah. 15. Yeah. And my sister was going on, like, a blind date, I guess. She'd met somebody online and she was quite smitten and she's still engaged to him now, so it's, you know, it's fine. But it was one of those where you didn't really have to have pictures back then. Right. It was just like one of those chat, chat. things. Yeah. Like MSN or something. But like one of those random chats where you can just chat to anybody. I don't know if you've ever been on one of those when you were younger. And you can just talk to anybody and they right. just pop up. I think it was called literally just chat. Never heard of it. And you could just, that's what it was called, but... just like chat to people. Yeah. So she met her soon to be or future now fiance. But it, she was obviously quite young. I think she was about 18 when she was going on this mm-hmm. blind date. So. <laughs> They went to the, the first date was when they met was going to the cinema, which I think is a bit of a weird one because you're like not really talking, and you sat in a dark room with, with a stranger. I thought, well, I don't say that's a problem, but well, how you, you go, meant to get to know one another? You talk about the film afterwards. You go for a meal. Yeah, but they did, I don't think they did. We well, don't know that because I actually don't know. To be fair. <laughs> but anyways, so 
mum being an overprotective mum of a daughter, as she should be, um, was like, right, well, he doesn't know what we look like, so we're going to go and sit in the cinema and watch you two, so, yeah. Sarah and Steve, yeah. at the same time as watching the film. So we were like, like the very far side of the other room? We were like at the back of them. Oh, okay. So we could see where they were, and yeah. they were like in the middle, and we'd had like a couple of rows back, yeah, yeah. literally like parallel, watching them, okay. watching the movie. And it got to a point where we thought, oh, well, they're seeming to be... Leave them to it, yeah. All right, we'll leave them to it. And pretty much that's when Heath Ledger probably started <laughs> right, okay. being a bit more apparent in the film. Yeah. And we got up and left, which I've oh. never done in my entire life when I've purchased a ticket oh, no, yeah. at the cinema. I don't think I've ever like gone, right, so I can't take this anymore. I could have done that a couple of times with what you've made me watch. House of Berlin, I could have gone, I'm, I'm done. And that zombie one. Yeah. The film festivals, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so I actually don't really know. I know Heath Ledger, he's Heart of Gold. Um, I love him to bits. He's absolutely beautiful in, um, oh, what's it called now? Ten Things I Hate. Yes, Ten Things I Hate is about you. That, that's like my favourite of him. Right, well, he's obviously very different. In yeah. Theme. Yeah. In this but part. I quite like the Joker as a character. He's, yeah, he's interesting. And that's why he's like the most popular Batman villain because there's so much that bounce off him. And I think he's just so complex as a character. There's, it's, I think it's, when you look at the other Joker one that we watched, you understand yeah. why he is the way he yeah. is. He kind of yeah. love him, I'll, love him, but hate him. Yeah, I'll tell you now, this one doesn't go into that depth of no, no. Too, yeah. I think he's just going to be the typical <laughs> Joker of absolutely yeah. being an ass, but in a humorous way that you admire him uh, a little bit. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm very much look about to rewatching this one. So, yeah. it's, it's been a long while, to be fair, but it's. It's, yeah. it's so good though. Well, last time I saw it was when it was out in the cinema, and then <laughs> yeah. I think I think I might have seen it like round Christmas time or like when it's been on telly or something. Mm. But yeah, again, it's just never been sat watching it all the way through. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably know the beginning and not the end. Yeah, so it's, it's quite lengthy, but I think we've got time this weekend, so yeah. hopefully, yeah, it'll be all and, right. um, yeah, I remember just last before we get into things and the fact that it was like. Sort of, I guess, what Oppenheimer was in sort of like events and like I remember people like I remember me being in the queue when we were friends from school, or whatever, going you know, obviously meeting up to mm. go and see like an event, like queuing to get into the screen and stuff really? like that, kind of stuff like that. Never really. Happened. And, and I walked out. No, no, could have been in um, Bradford Cine- Showcase, no Cine World, and we wouldn't even know. We wouldn't have even yeah. known that we were both there at the same time. Was it an evening showing? No. Through the week? Through the day on the weekend. Oh, right, no, I don't think I would have been there. Right, very quick, briefly, obviously, people, just for the, you know, for people who want a little, you just read the synopsis like we normally do. <laughs> uh, this is from IND. Sh- shall, I, shall I help with it? What do you mean? Bruce Wayne is abandoned by his mum and dad or something. They're already dead. Or died, and he's now, you know, a super villain. Superhero, what? he's got to defeat the Joker and a love of his life, or something like that. And defeat the love, of his life. no, like make sure the Joker don't get his love of his life, and yada yada yada. And they all live happily ever after. And the Joker's sad. The end. It doesn't quite read it like that. <laughs> when the menace known as the Joker wreaks havoc and chaos on the people of Gotham, Batman must accept one of the greatest psychological and physical tests. Of his ability to fight injustice. Excited? 
not after the synopsis, but yeah, in general. Really? <laughs> the synopsis, I don't feel it makes me like, oh yeah, I really want to watch it. Okay. It's just another superhero film, the way that it reads. Mm. There's a lot of than that. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, back in a little while. So, his thoughts, finally, on The Dark Knight. Those mob fools want you gone so they can get back to the way things were. But I know the truth. There's no going back. You've changed things. Forever. And why do you want to kill me? <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to kill you. What would I do without you? Go back to ripping off mob dealers? No, no. No. No, you. You complete me. So serious. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I think we need to do like a reel or something of that because actually you scared me a little bit. You really, really got yourself into character there, didn't you? I guess, yeah. I mean, it's obviously it's probably been done to death when obviously the film came out, but I mean, from the, the offset, that shows what an iconic Joker Heath Ledger played in this film. And there's there's... When we're going through this film, it's like reminding myself, like, oh, yeah, there's that line and that line. He's been given brilliant lines, but he delivers them fantastically. Mm -hmm. I feel like this film would be nothing without him. Right. He's the true star. Like, he he makes it. Oh, yeah, no, definitely, yeah. These are the standout performance from it, yeah. 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 And I think if you didn't have a Joker in this film, obviously you wouldn't have a villain, so he wouldn't be that (laughs) great. But just... He's weirdly lovable. Like when he's on the screen, he's he's scary and he's sadistic, but at the same time, it's boring when he's not there. The most fun is when he's there and the action and the dialogue and he's he's just I don't know. He's brilliantly portrayed by Heath Ledger, and it just shows sadly what a wonderful actor he, mm-hmm. he was. So yeah, sorry, we got like kind of like yes, caught, caught into in, in all that. But still, he's but, amazing. But. As overall, obviously, like, what did you just general thoughts? Really enjoyed it. Of the film, what did you think? Yeah. yeah. I feel like I've watched half of it, I think, in general. You think you saw more of it than you thought, basically. Yeah. yeah. You thought you made it sound like you were like 30 minutes and then you just. That's like... what it felt like, but actually, I think it wasn't. But I don't think I enjoyed it when I was younger. Okay. I don't think my younger self would have appreciated mm-hmm. this, this film. I've got a feeling that might have been the case, yeah. Whereas. I will used to get scared of Iron Man, like when I was little. Really? Yeah. Because of the terrorists. Yeah. Type of thing, right. So I think this would have been a similar thing, and the Joker would have scared me. Whereas now I can actually appreciate. Well, you also said that, didn't you? I don't know if we've mentioned this before. What? About. <laughs> I'm sure uh, we have. Uh, well, just to refresh people's, in case they haven't. Well, when me and Paul were dating, there was. It's not. It's, it's it's kind of a comical story now, but I don't think it was back then. There was this film. I don't know what Batman film it was at the, the time. It, it probably was. It must have been this one for the if it was like the Joker or. I don't know because it's like a Batman killer, and we were talking, so I don't think. Obviously, that we was way talking. after the fact. So there yeah. must have been another Batman released film. The follow-up was like 2012. Yeah, that sounds familiar. So that was Dark Knight Rises, but Joker wasn't involved in that, obviously. 
No, but, but it was to do yeah. with Batman. Right, so it must, it must have been to do with that then. Mm-hmm. And it was the Batman killer, which then he looked a little bit like you. <laughs> so that was scared me because I was talking to you at the time. And, and from a profile picture, you thought. He had a beard and he had your brown hair and a biggish nose. <laughs> oh, sorry, that hasn't really changed. <laughs> and I was just like, hmm. <laughs> and then I was talking, and your eyes, when you took photos, you for some reason always looked surprised, like, <laughs> in them. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, Does that still occur? Not when I take them, you're fine, but I think if you take a selfie of yourself, your eyes go, look, for some reason, you lift your eyebrows up and you look, like, amused or, hmm, <laughs> for some reason. And that looks like you could just have a knife. Okay. But yeah, yeah, I digressed there. Well, mm-hmm. you encouraged it. I know. But I thought it would make as well just bring it up because of mm-hmm. the, the film covering. But... And why I didn't want to go see Iron Man because then it was like, oh, it's another superhero mm-hmm. villain and they had terrorists mm-hmm. within it. But... So yeah, I don't think younger Sophie yeah. would have loved this. So in terms of like how the film's paced, as you've kind of just sort of touched on, like, mm-hmm. I mean, from the get-go, you've thrown in yeah. to the film with this action. 100%. sequence, yeah. And he's so... I don't know. His lines are so cleverly done because he contradicts himself quite a lot with what he says. He's like a little bit of a psychopath because mm-hmm. the way that he's like, oh, nobody plans it out. But technically, he has planned every single little bit out mm-hmm. because, like, even with the heist, he's saying, oh, you kill this person, yeah. you kill that person. And then in the end, nobody's around and yeah, he's just got everyone doing the dirty work for him. It's just chaos, isn't it? As he sort of describes Yeah, but he must have a smart brain at the same time to think of all of this. He's very but, intelligent, actually, the Joker is, as a character. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's what makes him the most interesting Batman villain. Of all them, that's why... I don't know any they, other, they, 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 Like, the other ones that, you know, in other iterations, that's always, like, it's Batman and the Joker, that's always the case, the mm-hmm. cat-and-mouse rivalry kind of going on. I don't even really know who Robin is. Well, he's, he's, he's one of the goodies, but, yeah, he seems a bit of a joke, like a little sidekick type of... Another, another film spot. I thought Scarecrow was going to be a bit bit more something. Oh, yeah, so he was another villain. But, I mean, he does come across more since, because obviously we've jumped from Batman Begins where Scarecrow was the main villain in that. Oh, and right. so he's kind of just like, not so much sidelined, but obviously like brought back in from for this film. Like he's still at large in a sense. Or, you know, still, still threat. The Joker people. is, yeah. I don't know, he's just fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Whereas in the, the end of. Batman Begins, there's like a the calling card of the Joker card was touched upon there, so it's like for like obviously obviously making sequel bait for that film going, Oh look, Joker's gonna come in the next film and that's uh, what this leads to. So I can't believe I haven't actually watched all of it, to be fair. And the second half is so much better. Like it really it it really just kind of gripped me even more because I hadn't seen it and I was like, Oh my god, certain things I didn't anticipate and it just really Like that. You must have seen that or not remembered it, but that Probably bit not where the, it. The, the the fake Batman <laughs> thing that smashed against the window and that was like the jump scare type. And I I absolutely packed my pants, yeah. and I don't know why. I don't know what I was expecting, but I just didn't expect him to be. I think it was no, more so, the to, thud. To, yeah, to be fair, because it was quite loud audio mix of the music, incidental music, but even every time we watch that, I forget that's coming. It's not like a, it's not something you expect to happen, yeah. and so that's always. Interesting that the fact that it still gets me in a sense, but even though it's not really particularly that terrifying, it's just a bit startling. Yeah, it's the thud, yeah, it's the yeah, bump, yeah. and, and the, yeah, yeah, it, it's so cleverly done, 
some of the views, the way that they've shot it and everything. I feel like it's just... Mm. On the, just with the big IMAX camera scopes, you know, we've seen like Hong Kong and the Gotham City mm. and all that kind of stuff, just sweeping things. It sets you in the, you know, the location of where it's all urban jungle type of... Taking place, yeah. yeah. No, definitely. So you've got Rachel and Harvey. Uh-huh. Rachel in this is played by a different actress. It's from the first one. They swapped her for whatever reason. Why? I think, well, certainly in this one, she's a lot better character actor than oh, right. Katie Holmes, who was Tom Cruise's wife, girlfriend, I don't know, or love interest. <laughs> if I remember. Yeah. So was the Batman the same? In... Yes, yes, Kristen oh, Bale, right. yeah. yeah. I feel like it's a bit of a waste of money to have to change her because what actually yeah, happens but, uh... to her in the end doesn't really matter, does it? Might as well just stuck with her. I know. But Not like they're carrying on yeah. with her, is it? That really shocked me, to be fair, that she actually died. Not meaning this in a daft way, oh. but normally, like, Spider-Man straight away saves the woman, doesn't he? He's sweeping down with his webs and has to yeah, catch her yeah, heroically. But, okay. but then again, he didn't save Gwen Stacy, does he? So that was, like, the first... Oh, in that Amazing Spider-Man series. Was, and in the comics, it's, like, his first love before Mary Jane. I don't know, Gwen Stacy and her own never really kind of makes an impact on me, so I'm never aware. Mm. But, yeah, she just seems to be... I thought Batman was going to go rescue Rachel, not Harvey. But you did say, like, how it kind of grips... Because the suspense all the time, like, you know, you know with the also, like, political stands on everything, like, you know, who's who's in coats with who on... Who's you know, good, who's and bad. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, so it keeps you on your toes throughout. Yeah, it really does, and you don't know who's actually good or bad. Even, like, some of the cops, like, yeah, so. that have more of a resemblance of being around actually turn to be more corrupt than you yeah, think. But I think the Joker prides on people who are... He's He's got two standards. He wants to help the ones that are suffering and struggling. So, like, there was one cop where she was roped into being corrupt, but she was just trying to get more money to help, like, her family. Then he makes the greedy suffer. Mm-hmm. He gets really annoyed when people want a lot. Money, it's not about the money. I think it's, yeah. He's more for what's right and wrong. He's like, he thinks he's correct in the world. And I think he wants to show that every human has a bad side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but then it's like, to pr- prove that, like, Harvey, someone as good as Harvey, as good as Harvey could fall from grace, really. You know, like, oh, he's, like, I'm you know, a politician, like, I want to make everything the, good everything and... in a safer place and all that stuff, being the white knight of Gotham. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be the hero that they need but and it's only one man but you could say Batman isn't but he's uh, getting above the law in a sense he kind of goes out of his way to you know do what he what it all costs almost to make sure everything's safe in the city as best as he can but I think with the Joker he's wanting to show that if he kind of dealt a rough deal like he was there's a reason why you could turn out yeah. like that but yeah, obviously that does this film doesn't Go into like the backstory well, of that, but I don't. I don't know if he does because he kind of says about his dad, but I never know how he gets his scars. What's actually yeah, yeah, true? Yeah, it's a lie again, like a compulsive like, liar on yeah on, on that just to again for for performance sake, because like he you don't really know what we can truly trust what he says because like yeah he says it was a different story to one person about how he got that scars and it's like <laughs> <laughs> he's fantastic, he really is. But what do you think of Christian Bale as Batman anyway? Obviously, from this first thing, you've obviously not seen him from as he is in Batman Begins, but he's okay. Yeah, he seems seems all right. He's, yeah. don't think he's 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 outshone by the Joker for me. T- to be honest, uh-huh. 
I think when he's like, I am Batman, that makes me laugh like the voice with the mask on. Where are they? (laughs) It does does make me chuckle. It's like it's a bit over the top for me. I get why he does it, though. It's obviously to disguise the fact that if he's talking like his normal voice, then people go, hmm, you sound familiar. Well, true. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, just you have to sound so scary. Let's go to intimidate everybody. That's the point. I don't know why Kat is like, I am Batman! <laughs> Instead, I don't know. That's not, yeah, we wouldn't have the same impact, I don't think. <laughs> I think the people that annoy me the most in this, mm. Harvey does actually kind of grate on me. Because... Mm. <sighs> I feel like he's too much trying to be a goody two-shoes. Yeah, and I think actually he's just not sincere. Rachel annoys me, actually, to be fair. Oh, because right. she's in love with Harvey, but then she's keeping... Bruce on the side and saying, mm. "Oh well, when you're not Batman, I'll be with you," and that just annoys me because, like, well, you can't have your yeah, cake yeah. and eat it too, love. Yeah, yeah. Like, you either want to be with Batman and you suffer all of the consequences of him being Batman, or you get over that, move on, and marry Harvey. Mm-hmm. Don't just string both of them yeah, along. Yeah. And I think that annoys me because, like, I can understand that. Yeah. What? Yeah. So actually, I wasn't relieved that she did die, but I was a little bit like, "Well, karma's a bitch, isn't it?" <laughs> Yeah, I suppose. Neither yeah, one can yeah, have her now. Yeah, because just before she does, she's like, you know, my answer is yes. But why that's... was she holding off? Like, if her answer was always yes and she loved him, why didn't she just marry him? Because she clearly didn't know herself. Mm. In the, the dire situation of yeah, being tied up and everything. A bit of a shit show, that one. But <laughs> when the Joker and Batman are on screen together, it works really well. Yeah, of course. You've got to have that chemistry there and... They certainly have it, yeah. They do, yeah. they do. And the Joker just, what a character to play. And just how, how you can inc- interpret it, how he can act, how he can b- pronounce things, the way that, he, like, some of the lines he comes out with are just fantastic. Let's put a smile on that face. And it's all like that kind of, like, and still the craziness yeah. that comes. And even, like, he's <laughs> laughing and, 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 yeah, and they're doing the hair, hair brushing back. And, Hello, beautiful. And it's like, yeah, just. He's a creepy-ass character, but he's fantastic. We have got some other big names in here. We've got the guy from Scrooge. Michael Caine. Yeah, (gasps) as Alfred, yeah. It just reminds me of the end of it when he's singing. What? You know, um, from the Christmas Carol. Carol. Oh, I guess I didn't Straight away, kind of, when he sings and he's at the end and he's really nice and jolly. His voice just takes (laughs) me there. Right, okay. So he's a bit hard because... Yeah, but Michael Caine doesn't seem to bother with changing his accent. He's just how he is. How he is. And I don't know. I just see him, and I'm like, "Yeah, you, you from the Muppet Christmas Carol." <laughs> right. Okay. Hermit could should come up on the screen. <laughs> and a Batman. <laughs> we also have um, the lovely, lovely Morgan Freeman. Yes. Yeah, it's Lucius Fox who helped him out in the first film as well. Like you know, sort of like getting his tech gear and gadgets. His but... voice is amazing, though. So I feel like they've got some really good, strong. Oh yeah, yeah. Christopher Nolan's not definitely picking his cast and stuff here. Just don't feel like we've got really a strong lead for a female, but I feel like they always have to be like the heroic kind of male comes in, saves woman, um, and that. I suppose. Yeah, but it's not a problem. I think if Harley Quinn was in it, I don't know. She's probably. Yeah, like that. I think that if they did that, it'd be a bit overkill with with the the two of the them. The two of them, yeah. I think yeah, you need. Like I say, for the majority of the film is almost solely. Joker, really, but then as obviously from that like choice between the two, Harvey and Rachel, then it's Harvey becomes Two Face from his injuries. Yeah, 
And, and so, I always feel like he's somewhat bad anyways. Right. He's, at, even at the beginning, I just assumed he was bad and I don't know why. And it's weird because when we were watching it, I said to you, he's bad, isn't he? And you were like, well, you didn't get to the end. How do you know? And I'm like, I don't know. I just know he's bad. Right. But t- I don't... Just he looks like he should be more of a baddie than he actually is. Good. You say all politicians are bad. I feel like you just perceive to be good and then you turn out bad. Yeah, yeah, I, but I guess that's how in the political world that you you come across that way, don't you? Sometimes you know, like any anybody, <laughs> like Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't think he was ever good yeah. to begin with. Yeah, you know. But to be fair, there's so many clever things that he does. Joker, for example. There's obviously the stunt between Harvey and Rachel. There's a stunt of getting Harvey Dent out of the hospital, uh-huh. blowing up all the <laughs> the, the hospital. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> but what it's an amusing romp. It's the scene when he comes out in the nurse outfit. It's that... the fact that he's in the nurse outfit just because he's like, walking away like. Mm-hmm. It's both, and the way he's like smiling, and then he's like pressing the button comically, and then yeah, it's, like... there's unintentional humour, I suppose. But... And then he doesn't blow up, and he's still like. <laughs> <laughs> and presses it again and he's like la 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 just walking off really yeah. happy and I just think it's just so cleverly put together with the humour the way he delivers it the bomb going and blowing up mm. effects hold up yeah. I'd say there's nothing there's nothing going oh that looks a bit ropey in terms of CGI or anything like that I feel like there probably was some practical effect I would have thought really I think and... that was better though because I think sometimes with all this like CGI crap and mm everything else it just makes it feel outdated when no, you get better technology exactly, coming along that's really because i mean like you're looking at like going sort of later on with the nighttime driving scene with the the batmobile and the the bike and everything and that kind of going through the streets and everything mm. and that's like well still look hold on give sort of good chills and stuff <laughs> like even when like one of many favorite scenes really but like you know when he's got the bike and he tips the truck over he's like oh he missed and then he pulls him it's like it goes quiet for a second and it just tips him over and then like joker then gets out the, the truck and it's like with yeah the guns like come on come on hit me hit me come on hit me and it kind of does he's obviously doing like well mm. batman's going to charge it joker and then goes it's, it's fantastically done and everything he's always the joker is always two steps ahead of the police batman anyone he's just there mm-hmm. and he says he's chaos but i think he is very methodical at the same time yeah but that's the unbalance that he's got with it and then from that scene as well he goes gets put into prison but that's what he wants yeah and oh there's a bit of a weird scene where this one guy's like oh i'm not feeling very well in the prison Mm -hmm. and he's saying my stomach hurts my stomach hurts i I just want my phone call and he's like yeah yeah. and And like who are you gonna ring nobody's gonna come for you and he's acting really sweet and innocent (laughs) but this guy's got a massive bomb in his belly So I think this is where he's kind of saying it's not about money, it's about sending a message, it's mm-hmm. about... Alfred says, like, you know, some people just want to watch the world burn, basically. That's, yeah, there's no rhyme or reason behind, you know, the money, true value of things or anything like that. But I feel like that's probably just... something to do with how he's been raised or brought up, that he wants the world to burn, and I think that's kind of why he is the way he, he is. Because some people just do it for greed, and his his is not there. He's not greedy. Joker's not gre- a greedy character. He's, he, uh, apart from buying his weapons and whatever he needs, mm-hmm. he's not really fussed, is he? No. You don't really see where he lives or resides or has a no. car or. No, you don't, you don't need any of that. It's some, He's an enigma in himself. And it's like, it feels like it should 
But I mean, obviously, like that sort of was touched upon in Joker as well. Like there wasn't really a, a defining like oh who he, he truly was. Like you given a name or anything like that mm. with with that. But this again, like no no fingerprints, no custom, it's custom clothing, all yeah. the kind of stuff that it's got. So it's like don't know nothing about it. But like. Chancy Gardner. They're a bit yeah. different. You can't compare Chancy Gardner no, to t- Batman but and Joker. But yeah, tad difference. Another thought out plan of his was I think he's always playing against the cops and he knows like Gordon will go, oh, okay, right, we need to evacuate yeah. everybody yeah. from Gotham because the Joker's just wreaking havoc mm-hmm. and he's not going to stop until we kind of either kill him, basically. Mm-hmm. So their plan which is not a great idea, is, oh, we'll get everybody on a ship. Very, yeah. And boat them all out. It'd have been better doing individual planes in the sky or something like that. But no, we'll just mass put everybody in one place so that it's easier to kill everybody in one go, like battleships, basically. He's already thinking of what the police are going to think to what he wants to do to how he can plan this out. Mm -hmm. And he puts the criminals on one one boat and then loads of innocent people from... City on the other one, yeah. And so it's almost you know, one of those like, tests who's going to kill who first. You know, you would think, oh, the civilians would be like, yeah, we'll just get rid of the criminals, they had the chance kind of stuff. But it shows from the end of that, the outcome being like, nobody's as sick and twisted as you, Joker, because they've got the morals at the end of the mm-hmm. day. Even if it's one of the, the inmates kind of just throws the... I really thought he was going to blow them. it up, yeah. to be fair. Like, the way it's that just, he was... Yeah. Looking, and I think they thought that they were going to get blown up. Yeah, it yeah. just shows actually yeah. again tension building for them. Yeah. So like throughout that sequence, it's going like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Really? And so you think you know what's going to happen, but well, like, even at twelve o'clock, you assume that the Joker's got something and is going to blow both of them up, anyways. What was that? I came prepared. Yeah. But then so that then doesn't yeah. happen because yeah. of Batman, thankfully. Mm-hmm. But you do get this kind of thing where. The Joker says he's never going to kill the Batman because it's too much fun. Mm-hmm. So that means Batman's never going to quit. He's never going to be with Rachel, even if she's obviously yeah, not yeah, yeah. a Can't figment. Be, yeah, right now you are the hero that Gotham needs, but may not deserve, essentially. Because, as I say, at the end of the day, it's what it's all about. It's the balance of, let's say, good, good and evil at the end of the day, really. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like trying to keep on top of all the, the, the crime and sort of like the balance within the, the city. All that stuff, without everything descending into chaos. Yeah, because I think Harvey is that kind of resemblance of the, the good, and they yeah, to they the, to the common man, I suppose. That you and know, the he, public need to know that he's still good because it could be easy to think, oh, well, if he can slip, anyone can slip, yeah. and that's what the Joker's intentions Intention, were. Yeah. So it makes it look like Batman actually is the baddie. Yeah, who just wears a mask, and whereas Harvey's, you know, at that point is a hero with a face. Yeah, that they can. Trust essentially, you know, like don't yeah, you can do it without wearing So the Batman Batman's actually kind of won over Joker and kind mm-hmm. of ruined his plans in that mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. And then uh, with it's a bit of a bittersweet thing when like Joker says, like, Oh, we're destined to do this forever and yeah, obviously as a matter of fact that's that can yeah, couldn't happen. That was for for him anyway, because, you know, so how many other films away. after this was with Christine Bale in? Is it Christine? Just Christine Bale, yeah. Just the one after the one that. And did we have another it. Joker? No, he wasn't. He wasn't brought back for that one. It was a different person. Oh, like a different villain. A, a, a different villain, yeah. And she's a shame because I feel like him as the Joker. But I guess this was was his 
was yeah, this his I, last performance? I yeah, I think so. Looked out really on on that as a like a, a strong send off from. I know you're not very big into soundtracks, but like this is one of my like <laughs> favorite ones. In terms of like the score, I'm gonna say I'm trying to think of like yeah. when they actually no, no. nobody actually sung. No, no, no. So, that's what I'm talking about. Like, uh, yeah, I guess, but it's like so, a mood piece, isn't it? Dum, dum, yeah, like, but dramatic and yeah. I don't know. Normally, my favorite scores would be quite quiet, quite tranquil and nice. Whimsical. Yeah, yeah. Which was like, if you were listening Brute to me, you mean it's like, yeah, I don't think I could, but. I can see where you're coming from. It yeah. is it is brilliantly done. Like everything is really thought of throughout the film. The music, the lighting. Mm-hmm. The only only one gripe I've got Go on. is the back end. Okay. Where is Batman's got this really dangled technology I thing. thing with Lucius Fox, yeah. It's, a, it's like a it's like a sonar sensor like a bat. So so he could like he's rigged all the, the cell phones. In the city, to have like so you can see in the entirety of Gotham. This is a bit, but I, I can understand. Yeah, it's a bit like overload on the visual senses, really. Cause playing splashing. like a video game or something—that's what it feels like. Yeah. And he's really erratic everywhere. Yeah. Like, and it's, I get it, he's trying to find where Joker is. Yeah. But at the same time, it's such a blue, flashing, whitish light mm-hmm. that you—it's just a bit too much on on your eyes compared to the whole entire film being quite dark, dark. and moody. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. And then it's like this vibrant white blue which was like mm. I get and I understand I understand the reasons behind it and everything I just I couldn't my eyes were hurting I could not look at it so if anyone had like seizures yeah, but, or yeah. epileptic fits then I feel like the back end yeah, you'd would, be not allowed to watch <laughs> yeah <laughs> but obviously it's intentional because it's like it's you know say trying to find the joke in this building but even like going to that you still not it's kind of a twist on like oh who's the hostages who's the because mm. you assume oh the cl- people with the clown masks are the hostages ones. but he's still yeah. uh, the, sorry the, the the criminals here but it's actually yeah the they're hostages. just uh, the hostages he's, da- he's not daft he's really not yeah. daft he's clever because mm. it's like oh well they've, they've got used to this now so we'll mm-hmm. they'll, we'll just kill let them yeah. kill innocent people turn on its head yeah. yeah also with Harvey in the end he gets to a point of where he's lost his love of his life Rachel even though she won't really show and now he's blaming Gordon, the commissioner, because mm-hmm. yeah, he becomes commissioner. You know? Before that, he was like Lieutenant Gordon. So yeah, oh, like the chief, chief was he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was. I said a point. I was. Um, is it Sirius Black? Yeah, I still can't see it. Yeah, obviously a lot old, looking a lot older than glasses on and stuff. But yeah, but no, no. He, he Gordon does a, a great job in this, and he's and subsequently with the other films as well. So. And he was meant to have died, and I truly believe that as well, being gullible, thinking he was dead. Oh, yeah, 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 no, for, to protect himself, like, just getting one up on the Joker, essentially, or they thought, so they thought, yeah. Yeah, yeah. which worked, but I think right. the Joker was, like, I don't know, two steps ahead of it already, to be fair. Broke his ha- wife's heart, you know, thinking he was dead, and then comes back <laughs> on the door, and she's like, yeah. wants to slap him. Well, she did. <laughs> I just don't blame her, but... Doing it to protect the family, but but then yeah. still get a bit roped into yeah, it, but not by the Joker, by Harvey, okay, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Which I think he's just jealous at this point and doesn't want anyone else to be happy. Just Harvey, he's like, if you can't, in, a, in if, a sense, yeah. If if you if I can't have it, neither can oh, you. Yeah. And he's a bit bitter. I don't know how he actually dies though, because I think Batman kind of shoves him, but it's not like he 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 should die from that. 
you know, funny enough, I thought the same thing. Like, I think the first time I watched it, or even the second time, whatever. But thinking, I d- I'm trying to like gauge on like, how much of a fall that was. Mm, it from look like- it didn't look like. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, what? It's, that didn't look like much of a drop. But I'm guessing it must have been to. Unless it depends on how he's positioned. Maybe he's cracked his neck yeah, or something. Or yeah. You yeah. just assume, yeah, because you're thinking, oh, okay, he's that's that's that then. Yeah, it just didn't. It seemed a bit. Yeah, it just fell off. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah. I don't know. There was no fight scene really. It was just like a, huh. and then that was it. And I was like, that, that oh. was a shove gesture. That's, that's <laughs> <did> that. <laughs> and then he was dead, and I was like, all oh, right. I really thought it was going to be like come off the floor, and a bit more was going to yeah, happen. Yeah, but it didn't. To say the length of it, it doesn't feel that long. No, you know what? I thought the same thing as well. It's been a, a good while since I've seen it, but I did. I couldn't remember thinking, oh, it's just going to be like... And I'm just remembering it wrong. Like, is it, <laughs> is, is it going to be like long periods where I'm thinking, oh, let's get to seeing Joker again or whatever. But I can't really fault like how excellently paced the film was. Like, action, quiet moment, talking or whatever. Then back to Joker. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. It's actions structured so well in terms of thing. And it, I really just feel like it did float, fly by, even though you did say to me, like, oh, what? Well, I feel like we're getting to the end now when, when, <laughs> it's when Gordon, like, reveals that he's, yeah, yeah. back alive. And the Joker being put in prison yeah, and thinking, it felt well, like, that's that. oh, okay, yeah. is that it? Yeah. But then it, I'm grateful that it wasn't because it was not like so clear like, as day yeah, you know yeah. like oh right okay this happens yeah. this happens it goes through the motions yeah. yeah whereas this was like oh actually we're just gonna twist everything I mean, yeah back. yeah and it was brilliant yeah i don't think like say like sort of like what the political themes and stuff that was going on it it wasn't and say like there was the courtroom stuff and everything like that but it wasn't like oh no god it wasn't like oppenheimer yeah, where you're yeah. like really and he's actually in it isn't he he's one of joker's um Killy Murphy, yeah, he's the scarecrow, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's a long-term collaborator, I suppose, with Christopher Nolan. So. Still think it's better than Oppenheimer, <laughs> and not as long. By yeah, half an hour, yeah, <laughs> half an hour matters. Mm-hmm. So I quite like Batman as a character. Bruce Which Wayne, not so much. They're like Playboy billionaire type of thing. But... What? What does he do to be so rich? Because nobody pays him to be Batman. No, it's it's all through like trust funds and and stuff like you know the business Wayne Enterprises or whatever is is where the money comes in to develop all this technology and stuff. Yeah, you don't get paid to be a superhero. But what is he it's... doing? What is his job? <laughs> like, how has he got so much money? And I know I don't obviously because I haven't watched the first one. It just seems a bit of an arrogant twat. Like, he just seems like, oh look at me, yeah. So I really like Rachel, but I'm going to think bring three girls to this. <laughs> party yeah. and um oh yes this is an amazing gymnast or whatever she was you know joining Ballet. the double yeah, date yeah, yeah yeah and just being a bit chauvinistic and a bit of a pig. i mean yeah yeah i guess that's kind of what it's almost like a contrast from what batman has to be and he's obviously like he's you know, fighting justice and all that kind of mm. stuff where he can be quote normal in his or you know he got to be like aristocratic type of Sensibilities when he's out and about, we're like, oh, he's you know, he's a big shareholder in the you know, for the city, you know, the, the mm-hmm. money comes through him a lot of through a lot of channels and kind of stuff. So he's got to have those keep up appearances of, of that. And I think that's why I like the Joker so much more. He's so 
down to earth. He's just normal. I know that sounds weird for me to say, you know, he's normal because he's killing everybody. But I think because he doesn't want for a lot and he doesn't have a lot. And I think that's the difference where he's more relatable in a, in a sense. I guess so, yeah. We're not all going like, yeah, well, I get what you... I get you, Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Who would oh, you yeah, we've got a Lamborghini and, and, and... Yeah. You know. Going to yacht and all that kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah. And I know, obviously, they're trying, I think it's like a bit of a James Bond kind of... In a sense, vibe. yeah. Vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The going the, the for The cars, women. the women and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just... I don't know. Not... No. Weirdly, I prefer the villain than I do the <laughs> hero. Yeah, so it's always more fun to be the villain. I think I play the villain as as much as we hate, like, hate love to hate the villain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, there was another sense. bit with the um, little accountant that went a bit corrupt and. Oh yeah, yeah. He was trying to like blackmail the. Blackmail Batman. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, no, that's not gonna work. Even Morgan Freeman was yeah. like, mm, "Do you really want to do this? Yeah. He kills people for a living, or it's like beats them up." Yeah. yeah. Initially, as well, the first scene that we do see fake Batman and he's oh, got yeah. guns, and yeah, I'm like, "What?" Yeah, you were like, "What the hell?" You don't remember that? Like Batman doesn't have guns and stuff. It's like, oh, there's like three of them. It's like, yeah, it's getting all the copycats thing, trying to like thinking they can. Oh, I can be Batman. It's a piece of piss. Mm. Yeah, it's it's really not, not. Well, I just felt like Batman always just kind of used his fists. That's why I assumed. Yeah, yeah. And some catch a tree and just... There was one bit that he did say where he's like, oh, well, mine's not foam or whatever when he's in his suit. Mm-hmm. You know, because the other guy was like saying about, oh, why can't I look oh, like ho- Batman? hockey pads, yeah. But then when you look at Bruce Wayne, mm. he's not that hench, hench, is he, really? A little bit, but not. no, he's not like... He's not like Batman. Like, what, what do you mean? Like his guns are not like that when he's not out of his suit. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. something's protecting him. Yeah, yeah. And padding. So... Yeah, but it's not just. I think it's a bit more like high tech, you know, armor, armor padding, not just like just the bog standard stuff you get from a regular store or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit more advanced than that. It's got to be to, you know. I would though watch this again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy to hear that. But would would you? Here's another question. Would you be interested in going, seeing like the essentially this would be the prequel for you, and then seeing like what happens in the Dark Knight Rises the following film I'd probably give him a go but I feel like it'd be a bit bittersweet because the main person that attracts me to this film hmm. is not going to be there yeah, I suppose so I feel like they'd probably let me down a little bit yeah. more hmm. because the Joker just he makes it not saying it's a crap film if he wasn't in it but just it'd be hard to yeah imagine like essentially like say if somebody else played it or yeah, he wasn't in I it think it's like thinking of um, Robin Williams, where he's like the genie. And obviously when Will Smith did it, it yeah. was just a bit like, oh, this doesn't sit yeah. well with me. Yeah. And I think it's like that. He's mm-hmm. like, he's in, even in like Nanny Mc, not Nanny McPhee, um, Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> it's, I just, I don't know. I don't think anyone else could do any job like him. Mm. I think That's this fine. is similar to this, I think. <laughs> okay, I guess. <laughs> Nanny. Nanny McPhee. That's what's yeah. her face, isn't it? Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. Is. Is it? Yeah. An old uh, Emma Thompson, like being, lots of makeup. Yeah, lots of makeup. Not. <laughs> uh, before we go into scoring, then, is there any like standout scenes for you that like, you could like go through? Because there's quite a few that maybe I've touched on one of them. My cop-out answer would be anything with the Joker in. 
But anyone, yeah. But I, I like. Was the... say, but anyone in particular, where it's like even like when you first see him, or when you first see him on the, the bus. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was sorry. I meant the the uh, when he comes in to see the the criminals in that oh, room. Oh, with the like, ticking bombs. Let's not blow this out of proportion, no. And the little mag- do a little magic trick. Yeah. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> That's good. So obviously we touched upon the hospital scene and him coming out of that one. Mm-hmm. The other one is, and it's only small. Yeah. When he's got all that cash yeah. behind him and he's like, I'm a man of my word. And he slides down the cash. Yeah. And then he starts lighting it up and just his pure satisfaction in <laughs> tormenting and just the way that he delivers it uh-huh. even his little giggles as he's yeah throughout just mm-hmm. are fantastic mm-hmm. like you know even when he's beaten up and he's like laughing hysterically and it's like yeah it's, it's, yeah. It's okay. yeah one yeah. one other thing like for me it's like i sort of mentioned to you like the fact of it's very just a very minor scene doesn't last like maybe like 10 seconds where he's Joker's just hanging out of a cop car and he's almost like, you know, like letting the wind blow in hair like a dog would, you know, when they stick the tongue out. <laughs> and it always, from that scene, a little gif I've seen, I've seen multiple times on Twitter or whatever, I randomly, even though it's got nothing to do with it, like associate that with the weekend song Faith, where there's the, there's like, as that song sort of like peters out there's like sirens and stuff and it kind of like feels like that nighttime driving mm. type of thing i always associate with that so that kind of and it's the links into blind blind, blind and light lights anyway so, and then ended yeah. up in a Cut, back of a flashing car yeah so yeah yeah makes so. sense now i know why you like it so much. <laughs> but do you like this so much you'll give it a high score is the question well why so serious paul Hmm? Does it really matter what I score it? So I can't score it highly just because you want me to. (laughs) Okay. So for me, I think just because, you know, you've got the Batman who's a bit of a twat of a character, you've got Rachel who's a bit crap. I think I'm going to have to give it a 10. Oh, I mean, come on, I saw that. Come on, try as you might. I was going to say a 2, and then I thought, um, if yeah, I go 2, yeah, yeah. he's going to think, oh, that's yeah. too low. And if I go... T- no, it's a 10. Just okay. the Joker itself is, is fantastic. I can't believe it's taken me this long to watch mm-hmm. the full film. Mm-hmm. Worth the price of admission, essentially, for just him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, even if I walked halfway through, at mm. least I gave him some money towards his paycheck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's fantastic. He's just hilariously funny. It's it, like you said, from the get go, you've got the mood is set. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel two hours and a half long. It doesn't drag. You've got petered out sections of talking and action, and then the end, it's just like boom, boom, boom. But it's not that kind of action where you're like, oh, okay. This is dragging. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's. Because the dialogue's still there. The dialogue in this film, for it being an action superhero film, mm-hmm. is really good. And that's down to the Joker's lines that he has. Just the Joker's lines, nobody else's. I think because he's the quipped one, he's the one thinking about everything, he's the one that's he's... causing all this chaos, but thinking about everything and mm-hmm. manipulating everybody. He mm-hmm. is like playing chess with everybody. Yeah. 
Well, it might not come as a surprise that this is also going to be a 10 from me. I think if you could score it higher, you would. Yeah, yeah. Would. Like I say, it's my favourite. It still is my favourite Christopher Nolan film. And probably, I would say in terms of like a superhero films go as well, that is up there as well, if mm. not like trumping most other films. So it's like within, I don't know where, if I was to put it in like a top, I wonder if it would even be in my top 10. But top 20 at least films. Time. I have a question for you. Yeah. Batman or Spider-Man? So that is tricky because there's a lot. If the buildings were burning and neither one of them could fly out. Oh, that's one thing that's shit about Batman. I mean, he's a bat and he glides. Mm-hmm. He should be able to fly anyways. Burning building, both of them are injured. You have to save one of them. Well, they should be able to save themselves. No, they're injured. They can't. They can't. They're going to die. Unconscious. Yeah, both unconscious then. Which which franchise am I saving? Yeah. Um, oh, God. <laughs> I, well, I guess I say consistently, I, I, so I guess I would sort of enjoy Spider-Man more because it's somewhat more light-hearted, whereas not everything that that's Batman-related is like, oh, yeah, mm. that's that's great. There are some god-awful... Okay, then, if I, if I do... Batman. This but, film versus the Spider-Man films with Emma Stone in. Oh, Batman. Batman, okay. Yeah, yeah. So okay. it's amazing about No, no. But if you say Spider-Verse, I don't know. I honestly couldn't. I feel yeah. like that's different. That you can't yeah. judge that because yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, yeah. But no, I, 100%. Batman, uh, Dark Knight would win on, on that one. But. Yeah. Oh, and lastly, I can't feel like we shouldn't go without saying like the, the, the line of the die hero or live... Long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah. Is that, that obviously that's what Harvey think, happened? That's what happened to Harvey. He lived because he came became the villain. That's. Mm, I think it's his... somewhat true, but I think also you become bitter. The older you get, the bitter you become. Right. Like I know, I used to. And I know this sounds really daft, and people could be like, "You're really nice, Sophie." And it's like I used to be a lot nicer when I was younger, mm. a lot more innocent and a lot more naive. Mm-hmm. And I think that the life kind of knocks that out of you and then you become yeah. a little bit more bitter and twisted as the world, as you age. Yeah. So I think maybe that's kind of part of that. I don't really see it that way, but it's, yeah, it's a good sort of way to look at it, I suppose. <laughs> my thoughts. So, that's that's a wrap for Batman. Yeah, yeah. I'm very glad you've enjoyed it and that you would see it again. Your little face when I went, that's a good film, and I closed my book and you turned around and you were like, Smiled yeah, at yeah, me. Yeah, but I don't know if it was good to reach top marks, but they're in the, the, the minor nitpicks. But yeah, they're few and far between, aren't they? If there was, yeah. no, it's, yeah. it's it's hardly anything. Yeah, but I as I don't know whether just to see the other ones in our own time or yeah. to to cover them is I don't know really because of the way we've done it. Well, soon it's my birthday, so yeah. we won't be doing it anytime soon. No, but we've but... got we've got the whole. Lifespan of ours ahead to mm. two if we want to. Mm-hmm. You never know, we might get around to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, thank you very much for listening to this episode. And if you'd like to listen to some of our other episodes, you can do so by going to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and wherever else you get your podcasts from. And it would be very much appreciated also if you would give us a five star review on any of those platforms that they do the scoring system. Because a long way to help us get in the algorithm of being found and discovered get some new listeners that's true and if you haven't already and you do want more of the wonderful SP film viewers 
then you can find us on social media. So we are on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and Threads. So you can find us on there under the handle SP underscore film viewers. So hit those likes, comments, and everything like that. And follows, obviously. Mm-hmm. Now we come on to the Patreon section. We read out people who have shown their support signing up. So before we get to those, reading those names out, and you'd like to have the same treatment and get the chance to vote for a movie we watch once a month, then you can do so by going to patreon.com forward slash spfilmviewers for as little as £1 or $1.50 a month, like these people have done. So, are we starting in any chronicle order here? Or no, just... what, free, okay. freestyling, whatever. So, we've got my mum. She's nowhere to be found, but she, we've got her. She does vote, and bless her, she gets a shout-out. So, even if you're not so on social media, don't be reluctant. Mm-hmm. You can still get the perks of no, yeah. Patreon. We've got Nico from the Good, the Bad and the Weird podcast. Big shout-out to him. I think we're scheduled for something on his Are podcast we? in the October month. So is it scary? It will be sort of. But they like all the yeah horrory, murdery things. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that he's just told me that now. Surprise! <laughs> we have Mac from One Hundred Things to Learn from Film. I wonder if they're getting exhausted or top trumping them. 100 things they know now. We've got Ben from Film Floggers, now back in the UK. <laughs> After a year of travelling, yeah. yeah. So, interested to see, see if he, he gets a little bit rusty from all the travelling to get back into normality. Things. I think yeah. that's that must be terrific, tricky. Mm-hmm. But also, you miss your home comforts too. Yeah. We have the wonderful Emma. New Patreon. New Patreon. Newest of newests. Mm-hmm. She is another Patreon's fiancé. And I feel like, I don't know, I'm excited for her being on my side. We're very similar. So I'm excited for her to kind of equal the voting um, out. Yeah. So she's on Instagram. You can find her. Under the handle. M underscore Hayton. So give her all your love. She's she's the most loveliest, funniest person, I feel. So I don't know, it's because I feel like I can see... Some qualities. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Along well. yeah. She's got the similar film views to me, so I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. Um, t- to match that, we've got, see, her fiance and friend and guest we've had on, our friend Jones, who is under the handle at Weight Loss Jonesy on Instagram. I think he's getting excited for the October months coming along. I think he'll love me being tortured to death. <laughs> And he's more on your wavelength. He's well, yeah, yeah. We talk as well about movies and stuff like. Well, have you seen this horror film? And... Like, no, we haven't. Sophie has not seen that. But you, yeah, you just mm-hmm. you do. Yeah. We have got your good friend from school, who's I don't know. He's he's into more sci-fi kind of. Would you say genre? Mm-hmm. Would say. So anything like that, he would be one to reach out and talk to. He'll have anyone message him and speak to him. He's he's quite open that way so it's Gren from or Chris Gren however you want to mm-hmm. name him I just know him as Gren which is his last name yeah. don't know I feel like I can't not not call him Gren mm-hmm. so if you do want to find him on Instagram he's cgren underscore draw another female patreon we have 
who is also engaged to another of ours. Oh, the wedding's coming up soon. Yeah. And that is Shani, who goes by SDOG on Instagram. Hold well on, Paul. You didn't you didn't murder <laughs> it like me. Or well, Marvelous Keys is a profile name, but yeah. Yeah. And lastly but not least is Alex, Shani's fiance, getting married at the end of the year. Which we're very excited about. And he has been on one of our episodes a while ago now, to be fair. That was quite a fun episode to have him mm. on because he's very hilarious. So if you do want to follow him on social media or anything like that, then you can. He's under the handle, desperately seeking username, which I do think is a funny. No, no, I think he's just leveled a sense of humour. I think this is why you get along with him so well. Mm-hmm. He's just quite, his, his thought and his brain no, is he's quite one of my oldest friends, yeah. So. Out there as well, but yeah, yeah. it's... He's one of your oldest friends. So we're really lucky to have lovely Patreons, but obviously anyone can join the family. Absolutely anybody. (laughs) Within reason. (laughs) (laughs) Right, well, that's another episode done. I think it was a good one this time, though. I really enjoyed it. I think it's been one where it's actually been a standout one for me. So thank you for picking it, because I know sometimes I absolutely hate the films you do pick. And Hmm. I'd like to feel like September, if we can get some good ones in, make me feel a little bit happier before we get to October. I'll do my best, yeah. Well, part of it's mine anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've got (laughs) some of those laid out anyways, plans. I'm looking forward to it. Cool. So thank you very much for listening to this episode, and we will speak to you next time. Speak to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.